Tony, Jace and Sam. Coast's feel-good breakfast. Best show moments. So uh, we had our planning meeting last week and Jace and I said, Sammy, just take the week off, put your feet up, do your wedding planning, it'll be all good. And he said, no, 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 I want to check in with the show every day. And so we, we were like, okay, 20 past seven, how does that suit? Yeah, absolutely, I'll be up. There's I'll no up sleeping from, in for me. I'll be up from, from half past six most days anyway with the kids. That's all we thought, we'll put this to the test. Morning, Sam. You won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> What is happening? Is this the one morning the twins have slept in? Yeah, they've done really well. In fact, I've just heard our first murmurs of them just now. Wow, that's incredible because they're normally up like three or four times through the night. Yeah, I'm starting to think that was all (laughs) a lie. (laughs) They got up. How many times did they get up last night? They did pretty well. How are you doing those? The twins are doing pretty well. You sound like you're having a lovely sleep in. Yeah, I'm having a great serious here. We're just hearing our, yeah, they're just, just rousing now. So, yeah, I'm sleepy. Are you okay? You kind of sound like you've had a stroke or something. <laughs> no, no, I feel like I have. I'm not used to this. This is, this is a luxury. I'm not, I'm, I'm not normally given. It's okay. It's nice to hear your cheery voices. I will be uh, sitting at my laptop trying to get those tickets because I've never heard Ed Sheeran live. But what I have done is I've met him in person. So, so lucky. So uh, when he came for his last concert, there was a whole lot of press beforehand and I was able to fly over to Australia to meet him. And actually, Sam came with me and another a member of our radio station. So I went for Seven Sharp at the time and, uh, and then it was the time for the radio interview. The problem was when we got there... The rules were very strict. It was only two people allowed in with Ed Sheeran at the time. Okay. And so Sam became the third person in our radio team. So he travelled all the way over to Australia. And he couldn't come in the door. So we were at this hotel in Melbourne and he was outside the door and they said, sorry, buddy, you, you can't go in. And I just looked at his face and he was devastated. Oh, big. And I thought about giving him my spot, but I was also there to do the interview for Seven Sharp, so I couldn't do that. Right. Anyway, we, we left him outside the door and we went in to do this interview. So I did my one for Seven Sharp, ended up getting to sit on his knee. Wow. Actually, he sat on my knee. Um, he was a wonderful, wonderful man. I loved every second of it. And <laughs> then, then when it was time to do the radio interview... Um, I said to him, oh, yeah, we've had a bit of a funny thing happen. I said, uh, one of our team members has, is actually over here in Australia, but he didn't get to do the interview. And he said, what, really? And he goes, where is he? And I said, oh, he's actually just outside. No. So next thing, Ed Sheeran stands up and he marches over to the door and he whips it open. Sam has literally got his ear pressed against the door, nearly falls through the door into Ed Sheeran's lap. And Ed says to him, come on, mate, you can come in. It's fine. Oh, that's nice. So Sam then got to be part of this interview and he proceeded to dominate the interview and he forgot that me and my other co-host were there and he was just making love to Ed Sheeran, basically. Oh, oh. But it was, it was Someone a, likes Sam. It was a great time and I think that just illustrated how incredible this guy is. He didn't yeah. like the fact that someone was missing out. And it also says a lot about Sammy that he had his ear pressed up against the door. That's how desperate he was to get in. <laughs> Show highlights from Tony, Jace and Sam. Coast's feel-good breakfast. Sam's on groom duty at the moment, but you know, throughout the week we've been calling him. And to be honest, he was part of the planning meetings when we said, yeah, we'll get a hold of you. So, mate, call me any time of the day, it's fine. But this is what happened when we called him two days ago. You won't go away. <laughs> 
What is happening? Sorry, what? Like, what planet was he on? Let's hope he is a little more awake today because he has arrived in Russell at the Duke of Marlborough after a four-hour journey with his three children in the car. Sammy, how did it go? Morning. Um, yeah, look, I'm up. Um, and the journey is quite a journey. You know how we talked about Finnegan? Yeah. And the whole thing was it could go either way? Oh, no. Of You know how we, we you structure a drive so it fits in perfectly with the sleep patterns of the children? Of the two hours that we were sus- uh, supposed to get asleep, how many do you reckon we got? Oh. Tell me they fell asleep for at least half an hour. 33 minutes, 3D. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had hours the whole way. And I don't know if you notice about twins. Is that when they cry, they, they never like to cry at the same time. Oh. Because because we, because they can't hear themselves, so you get ultimate, you get like a siren effect. You get woo, woo, woo. that's pretty much the noise the entire way. Oh, oh so, that's no good. I'm gl- I'm glad you've got time to recover before the wedding. It's so relaxing day, was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot, and we didn't get a lot. But it's so funny because we're, we're we're actually not in the honeymoon suite. We're in the room next to the honeymoon suite. I don't know who that's reserved for, but anyway, uh, we're in like one of the really nice rooms, and. Um, We've got three children in there, so there's no way you can call it a honeymoon suite. (laughs) It's more like a kindergarten. I have another really important question. So I don't know if you remember this, but the last time we went to the Duke as a radio station, you forgot something pretty important. Your entire suitcase. (laughs) What have you forgotten, Sammy? I I told you I felt like I remember I walked down there and I said, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I left my goddamn bag behind, right? It's your entire suitcase. No, it's everything. No fresh undies for you. Maybe you're like so many people, like, you know, you're sitting there watching the TV, but you got your phone in your hand, you know what I mean? And uh, you're sort of watching, you're sort of scrolling. Do you, know, do you, do you oh, multitask? Gosh, it's such a bad habit, isn't it? And it I think is, we all eh? fall, fall into it. Sometimes I'm watching Netflix and I find myself checking my phone and, and then I think to myself, why did I just do that? It's habitual. Yeah, it is. It is. But, you know, and all the experts say you shouldn't do it, especially when the kids are around, put the phone down. And I totally get that and I try to do that. And you meant to have those, um, some people have those phone cages where you can put your phone into it so no one can touch them for oh, an hour. Oh, that's right. Yeah. People put them on airplane mode, all that sort of stuff. That's that's ideal parenting. I don't do that. You know, I, <laughs> I try to be as good as I can. But something happened in our place involving our six-year-old Ollie and a phone. And it's something I have to tell you about now before Ollie gets up and before my wife Louise gets up. Oh, is that why you've done it before seven? <laughs> yes. Crafting. <laughs> no, um, so I'm walking down the hallway and I, I, you know, Louise was helping Ollie get ready for bed. And so I'm walking down the hallway at our house and Ollie's chatting away, chatting away, chatting away. And the chatting stops. And I thought, oh, they must be I don't know, choosing a book or something. I don't know. And then I hear, Mum, get off your phone. And I was like, oh, ouch. Because I know if, if I heard that, that would sting. But part of me was happy. Uh, part of me was happy that it wasn't said to me. And part of you was probably happy that uh, it was Ollie giving Louise the little <laughs> uh, tickle up, not you. That's exactly. <laughs> so, so, so I'm not going to say it, Ollie. You be the brave one and say I it. I think but. this is a real win-win unless Louise happened to have got up early this morning and she's just heard that. <laughs> and in that case, you're in big trouble, boy. Tony, Jace, and Sam. Feel good breakfast. Show highlights. Shared pain 
is um, halved. Don't they say a pain shared is a... No, a problem, problem shared, shared is a problem, is a problem halved. halved. And I think the same goes for pain. Pain shared is pain halved. If you can have, be comforted by someone, you just read out a wonderful stat last week, Jace, that physical pain can be lessened if you're patting your, your animal for yes. 10 minutes a day. Yeah. Like it actually goes through the mind and then physically you aren't as sore anymore. So this morning I decided that we all need to share in this collective haiku. Now a haiku, if you can't remember, because I couldn't, uh, fifth form or seventh form English is, uh, it's a poem, and there are only three lines, and it totals 17 syllables. The first line has to have five syllables, the second line has to have seven, and the third line has to have five. And so you might remember in class where they said to you, the teacher said, go and write a haiku, and you had, it was really hard actually. Yeah, it was, eh? Trying to squeeze it into those yeah. parameters. So what's this one about? So... <laughs> I was scrolling through social media and it just spoke to me. Not so much the haiku part, but just the words in the haiku. Okay. And it's a it's a haiku about your current life. Okay. Text us on 2699 if you sort of relate to this haiku because I know I do and I'm pretty sure, Jace, you're going to be putting your hand up straight away. <laughs> okay. Is this perfect for a Monday morning? It's perfect for a Monday morning. Okay, okay. So we know the first line has to be five syllables and the first line is, I am so tired. How many yes. syllables is that? I am so tired. There's actually only four. Breaking the rules. <laughs> Half price haiku. <laughs> Second line. Where did all my money go? Where did all my money go? My back is hurting. <laughs> so the haiku for life <laughs> on this Monday morning. I am so tired. Yes. Where did all my money go? Yes. My back is hurting. And I just thought in these current times with the price and the cost of living and petrol and cheese and milk, this is, this is a collective pain and we should all just revel in it. Immediately a page full of text saying, Amen, <laughs> hallelujah, hell yes, I'm there. Feel good in the morning. Tony Street, Jace Reeves and Sam Wallace. Coast Feel Good Breakfast, 6 till 9 weekdays across New Zealand.